What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Good afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I am very, very pleased that you are all here with me today. Uh, I've got uh, one of those shows that it's just me and you. So I hope uh, we'll get a lot of interaction on the Facebook Live. I'll answer any of your questions we'll talk about you know and and go in the direction you want to go in um but i do have a topic unfortunately my guest who was scheduled to join us today um is down in the south and is still recovering from hurricane ida and uh, uh, um and and having some challenges technologically uh, so we'll get her on at some point in the future but just to let you know i'm booked out with guests until like may of next year so i've got some really awesome people I got a bunch of amazing authors uh, from Inner Traditions, a wonderful publisher next year, um, as well as some just awesome people scheduled out. So, um, yeah, it's it's a really interesting, interesting uh, time. I, I can't believe it. It's it's. I'm already booked out to May, and it's not even till the end of the year. Um, I have a feeling by the end of this year, I'll be booked out till the end of next year. So, um, yeah. Uh, anyway, but still, if there are wonderful people, and actually I have a friend of mine connecting me to some really interesting people I hope to get in. So stay tuned. We've got amazing shows. And I just want to announce, if anyone is familiar with Conscious Good TV, um, they now are, have a bunch of my episodes up on their website. Um, so uh, I believe their website is consciousgood.tv, um, and you can catch a bunch of my old uh, shows there. Not old, but relatively recent, but within the last couple of years. So we got some good stuff up there. All right. So um, this week I'm reading a, a little section from my book, uh, 
and actually rather appropriate for my topic today, which we'll get into. Um, so first, let, let's uh, uh, talk about this little section from my book, as re- all my loyal listeners, my regular listeners know, is uh, Everyday Awakening. And you can find more about the book at everydayawakeningbook.com. It's a direct link to the listing online. And uh, you can also find out more about it on my website, which is theconsciousconsultant.com. Okay, so uh, today the section is called Slowing Down May Be the Fastest Way to Get to Where We're Going. A little bit of a long title, but it's an important one. You see it everywhere. Oh, also keep in mind, this section of the book was written pre-pandemic, okay? You see it everywhere. People are rushing from one place to the next, rushing to get their projects done, rushing to go home, go away, go get their coffee. We rush because we think that's the fastest way to get something done. Yet when we rush all the time, we miss things. We miss the little details that make all the difference. We miss the birds chirping as we walk to the train. We miss the error in the program as we rush to finish the app. We miss the look on our partner's face as we rush out the door to get to work. Sometimes, Perhaps even most times, by slowing down, we actually are going the fastest way. By slowing down, we can take in more. By slowing down, we can be more present. By slowing down, we can feel more of what's going on inside of us and outside of us. When we take the time to really look at what is going on, either at work, at home, or anywhere in between, we can often find a better, simpler, more direct way to achieve what we are looking for. The idea may be counterintuitive, yet it still works. Even taking the time to ask, what am I trying to achieve, can slow us down and help to remind us what it is we are really after. Did we slow down enough to read the entire article? Did we slow down enough to see the smile on our lover's lips? Did we slow down enough to see the potential hazard on the road? Speed does not equal the shortest distance. Taking our time is sometimes the fastest way to get to where we are going. Perhaps it is just about recognizing that we are already there. Where in your life can you slow down to speed up? So this section of the book was inspired by a number of different things. It actually wasn't just one thing. I, I, I know like there was one specific incident many years ago, many years ago, um, when I was driving someplace and I remember uh, somebody cut me off uh, and this was like not even driving on the highway. This is driving on city streets and someone cut me off and I was getting all pissed off. And then I stopped for a moment. I was like, what are you getting all pissed off for? You're not in a rush to get anywhere. You've got plenty of time. Why not take your time? What are you getting? Why are you stressing yourself out so much? Very important concept. We'll talk more about that later. And I took the time and I just breathed and I relaxed and I turned on the radio and listened to the music. And you know what? I stopped driving so quickly. 
I stopped getting stressed out when someone cut me off in traffic. I, I allowed myself to kind of slow down. And so that kind of got me just thinking about this idea of like, why are we always rushing? And then I remember years after that, there was another time, again, I don't know why it's always about driving, um, where I was driving and um, I think I was driving back from someplace upstate and it was just a beautiful day and I was driving initially on country roads before I got to the highway and I just decided to, to slow down and just kind of take things in and really enjoy it. And then I got on the highway and I'm driving back to the city. And after about, I don't know, 15, 20, maybe 30 minutes, this huge accident on the road, there was like three or four cars involved in the accident on the side of the road. And, and, and I'm kind of creeping past them because of course, you know, traffic all like slows down because it all squeezes into a lane to get to the side and move for past it. And then I realized, I go, oh, my God, you know, if I had not been taking my time on those country roads before I got on the highway, I would have been here a little bit sooner. I could have been involved in that accident. I mean, I might not have. I still might have missed it. But still, there was that possibility. And then I thought about it. And I was like, you know, how many times have I, like, gotten upset because I was rushing someplace and then for whatever reason, something got my way. I had to go back because I forgot something or just, to, you know, something happened that slowed me down. And what might I have missed? What accident might I have missed? What, what difficulty might I have missed because I got there a little bit later? And so then I started to realize, you know, we don't always have to rush. Now, now look, I mean, accidents happen all the time. You can slow down and not be rushing and still get involved in the accidents. Not what I'm saying. Yet, when we're being more mindful, when we're slowing down, the chances of getting in an accident actually are less. And then the, the, the third thing that I think kind of crystallized this little section of my book about slowing down um, was uh, reading a section of the book, The Diamond Cutter. And, and many of you know, I've, I've mentioned this book before uh, on my broadcast. The Diamond Cutter is a wonderful book written by this uh, former Buddhist monk or Buddhist Lama, Geshe Michael Roach. Um, and it's taking this, this Buddhist precept of the diamond cutter and applying it to business. And one of the things he talked about was how when he went out, you know, his, his, his teacher, his Lama kicked him out of the monastery. I said, go, go take these principles, apply it to the real world. And he got a job at a, at a, a, a gem business, diamond business. And he negotiated with his boss to get every Wednesday off. And that Wednesday, he would leave the city. He would not take a cell phone with him. He would not do anything related to work. He would just take the day off to be present, to be with himself, to go walk in nature, to, to relax, to give himself some time. And what happened was when he came back, 
he was so much more productive. He had new ideas. He saw better ways of doing things. And so it can kind of be counterintuitive that, oh, if I'm not working five days a week, I'm not getting as much done. If I take a whole day off in the middle of the week, that's like a fifth of my time, 20% of my time. I'm getting 20% less done that week. And what he pointed out in his book, The Diamond Cutter, was no, actually, you get more done. It, it's and counterintuitive because you think, if I'm not spending as much time, if I'm not rushing through some, you know, if I'm not like, oh, nose to the grindstone, I'm not getting as much done. And no, what we find out is when we give more space, when we give more time, when we relax into things, we actually can be more productive, more creative. And find ways to to get through things much quicker than when we're just constantly, constantly working, working, working. Now, look, I get it. I know, like, most of you go out there and you try and talk to your boss and say, hey, I want every Wednesday off. They're going to say, no way. Um, Yet, in today's environment where many of us are working from home, where, or, or, and if we're going into the office, we're going in. Uh, much less than before. We're not necessarily going in full-time. We're actually able to kind of do things at our own pace a little bit more. And indeed, what I find talking to people is that they can be more productive working from home. I mean, number one, they're not commuting. Uh, But number two, it's you're in your own space. You're more relaxed there's a little bit less tension there. And so that helps with actually being more productive and more creative. Again, depends on the kind of work that you do. I mean, some work, like if you you run a restaurant or if you run some kind of service business where you're face-to-face with customers, it's not the same way. Um, Yet, let's just say you're a hostess or or, or you're a server at a restaurant. Right? You're trying to, to accommodate the clients as quickly as possible. But if you're rushing through to get everything done and you're rushing to get the order in, you might have missed something that the person ordering might have said. Like, oh, please make sure there's no onions in this. I don't like onions or no olives or, or can you make sure it's this? And you put in the order and then it comes out and it's not what the person asked for. And then they give it back to you and now you got to bring it back. And now you have an unhappy customer. Whereas if you just take the time, be a little more present, you can actually get things done more quickly because you'll make less mistakes. And again, this can apply to anything, not just being a waiter or a waitress, not just, you know, being an order taker. There are so many ways in our life that we, if, if we slow down, take our time and just be a little more present to what we're doing in the moment, that that's actually the fastest way um, to, to get things done. Oh, and I see a new loyal listener, Mandy. Great to see you, Mandy, on the Facebook Live says, that happened last night. Stopped at a restaurant and told the waitress I was allergic to peppers and she put pepper jack cheese on my sandwich, missing the fact that cheese had the peppers. Right, exactly, Mandy, exactly. It's, it's again, 
to be present to to just really do it it's sometimes the, the fastest way okay so uh, uh, that's my section from my book, Everyday Awakening. If you like that section, you might like more of the book, and you can find it at www.everydayawakeningbook.com. And by the way, I've mentioned this sometimes, I sometimes forget, if you get the book, and then you go to my website, theconsciousconsultant.com, and you click on the menu item that says Sam's book, when you purchase the book and you put in your receipt number and your email address in that section of the book, you get access to a whole bunch of freebies that are worth, I don't know, hundreds of dollars, if not a couple of thousands of dollars for free. Um, and there are different kinds of things, programs and meditations and discounts and things. So uh, I highly recommend that, that you do that. Don't forget. So you go to theconsciousconsultant.com. Click on Sam's book, scroll down a little bit, put in your name, your email address, your receipt number, and then it'll take you through to a page where you have links to a, a whole bunch of um, uh, options for things that you can get. So just a little encouragement. Okay, so today's topic is the underlying stress of life. Remember, I talked about stress a little bit before. I'm going to be talking about stress a whole lot over the, the rest of the show kind of what's going on with stress these days, how we're all affected by it, and what can we do to be more mindful of the stress and to alleviate some of that stress in our lives. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I do this live every Thursday, 12 noon to 1 p.m. Eastern, right here on talkradio.nyc and all over Facebook through my Facebook Live video. And we will be right back after these messages. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Are you interested in having a better relationship with yourself, others, and God? Greetings. I'm your host, Dr. George Andow, for the show, A Journey Through Into Awareness. On my show, we journey into the awareness that the mind of God is the true seat of our personal consciousness. We join together each Monday at 7 p.m., so tune in on Talk Radio NYC. Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower.
And welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. So this week, I want to talk about sort of the underlying stress of life today. And this is something I've been coming more keenly aware of recently. Um, something that I think a lot of people don't aren't quite aware of. I mean, some of us are, some of us are. I mean, we're feeling it, but we don't, we're not necessarily so conscious to it. And so let's just first talk about why. Why are we feeling kind of stressed today? I mean, you would think I don't have to rush to work. I'm working from home or maybe I'm not working at all. That could cause its own stress. Um, But why is there this constant? And this is something that's pervasive. It's in the background. It's not always right there in our face. And, and it's something that is, is present and everyone, everyone is feeling it. I mean, I'm talking to people all over the world and everyone is feeling this. And obviously this is because of the pandemic. And pretty much, I mean, there might be a couple of, 100 plus year old people around, but this is pretty much the first worldwide pandemic that anybody alive today has lived through. And because the world is so interconnected, because we're so used to traveling around the globe, I mean, my God, if you think about it, I mean, myself personally, I've, I have family in Israel. I've been to Israel many, many, many times. Uh, my wife comes from China. I've been to China several times. I've been to South America several times. I've been to Europe. I've been, um, haven't been to India yet. I have been to Australia. That was my last big trip before the pandemic. Um, I've, I've, you know, I've had the opportunity to, you know, go many, many places around the world. And I'm not a wealthy guy. I'm not, I mean, I'm okay, but I'm not super wealthy. A hundred years ago, maybe 150, 200 years ago, being able to travel like that was unheard of, unheard of. You know, there's so much in life today that we take for granted that not all that long ago, these things were only available to the top 1% of the population or the point five percent whatever and so we're much more aware of the world in general than we were not all that long ago i would say even more aware of it than when i was a kid and so with this worldwide pandemic this the situation that we don't even fully understand. I mean, every day new information is coming out, uh, new things, uh, variants, and, and, and what should we do? What shouldn't we be doing? It, it's really confusing. We, we're making the best educated guesses we can about what is the best course of action. But even that there's not agreement on. And there's all different kinds of opinions and ideas. And there is this underlying stress of not feeling safe. And personally, I don't think we have had this kind of 
unconscious underlying day-to-day stress that that is a a i'm going to call it a life-threatening stress because so many people and i personally have known people who've gotten the virus and have passed i don't think we've had something that there's been this sort of collective unconscious fear that's a life or death fear now look am i saying not everyone who got it i know many people who've gotten it and recovered and who are fine i know some people who've gotten it and are long haulers you know i've known some people who've gotten it and you know they didn't even have symptoms there's a whole variety of things and yet at the same time on an unconscious level this is a threat to our existence. This is something that is a threat to us individually and collectively. This is why it's a pandemic and not an epidemic. It, it is not localized. It is all over the globe. It, it's traveled and this new Delta variant. It's more virulent than, than past uh, uh, variants. It, it, it spreads more easily. So we have not faced sort of this global kind of uh, threat to our existence. I mean, maybe during the Cold War, this idea of nuclear war wiping us all out, like there was that underlying stress there. But probably not since the 1918 Spanish flu epidemic. And, and and, And just context, like that killed 50 million people over the course of two years. So these these pandemics, these epidemics, they are virulent. They can kill a lot of people. And especially with this new strains and variants, they're so challenging. They can spread. They could kill a lot of people. And I don't care what your belief is. I don't care if you think it's a hoax. I don't care. On an unconscious level, there is an unconscious fear around this and we all feel it. And that unconscious fear gives us this, even, even regardless of what we're doing, even if we're social distancing, even if we've gotten vaccinated, even if we're following the things they say we should do, there is still this underlying fear of, oh my God, what happens if I get sick? You know, I know I I have that fear too. You know, I don't want to get sick. I'm not going to let it stop me from living my life, but but I, I don't want to feel that way. And so what happens as a result of this? So there's this unlying unconscious fear that affects all of us. And and how does it come out? Well, in case you haven't noticed, sometimes people are a little more irritated than usual. They're a little more tired, a little more burnt out, a little more on edge. People are a little bit quicker to get into a fight or yell at somebody. I've seen it over the last year and a half. Uh, Sometimes when I've been walking around the city, like somebody does something and, and the other person is like, hey, F you, and oh, and they start yelling at each other and practically getting in a fight. I mean, of course, that's always been around. That's always happened. 
and and it and it's not that necessarily I'm seeing it with with more frequency, but what I'm feeling when I see it is there's a, a harder edge. It, there's a more how would I describe it? There's a more sharp energy to it. You know, it feels more like a, an explosion waiting to happen. And so that's one way that the stress is coming out. But another way, which I think a lot of people are not that conscious of, is we're a little more tired than we were before. We're a little more worn out. Things that used to just, you know, we could do and wasn't a problem, suddenly it's a little bit more effort, a little bit more of a task, a little bit more, uh, uh, we don't have quite as much stamina as we used to. And that's one of the things that this underlying stress does, is it depletes us of our energy, it depletes us of our stamina, so we not you know, able to show up as well as we used to be. We're not able to be as present with people as we used to be. And there are other reasons for this as well. Um, there are also other challenges around it. You know, the, now we're, we're so much more virtual and we're doing everything on the computer. You know, I, I mean, I, like my, my job has been working on computers a lot, um, but I was used to having a lot of meetings in person or over the phone, and now almost everything is a Zoom meeting. And so when we're concentrating on this small little screen all the time, it actually takes a lot more energy, a lot more effort. And so it wears us down just a little bit more. So this underlying stress, it's there. A lot of people have it. And when we come back from this break, I want to talk about sort of how it shows up a little bit more, you know, what kind of also brought it to the forefront of my consciousness that I felt it was worth talking about this. And again, I'm talking about what's been going on for the, for the first part of the show. Now I want to talk about sort of how it, I'm going to talk a little bit more, just sort of how it shows up. And then what can we do about it? And, and why it's important to kind of keep this uh, in, our, in our consciousness so that we can still show up better and we can still take care of ourselves better, okay? And yes, no guests today, so it is just me and you. So like Mandy, you made the comment in the Facebook Live, please feel free, um, go to uh, uh, facebook.com slash inspired thoughts with Sam or, or, or facebook.com slash uh, talk radio NYC. Put your questions, your comments, your stories into the Facebook Live, and I will uh, read them, answer them, get back to them, okay? So you're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, and we will be right back after these messages. Howdy, I am Joseph Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7 Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. Are you a cannabis enthusiast? A cannabis professional? 
or interested in entering the cannabis space. I'm Johnny Tsunami, and this is Planet Baco Lolo, a less taboo view. On our show, we will discuss the cannabis world through the perspective of various cannabis professionals. Tune in every Thursday evening, Eastern Standard Time, 6 p.m., Talk Radio NYC, Planet Paco Lolo, a less taboo view. Are you passionate about the conversation around racism? Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a small business trying to navigate the COVID-19 related employment laws? Hello, I'm Eric Sauver, employment law business law attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. Today, no guests, just me and you, so feel free to put your comments in the Facebook Live video. I'm talking about the underlying stress that we feel in life today that was not necessarily there two years ago. And this is the stress of the pandemic. And I've been talking about sort of why it's there, why we feel it, and and sort of the, let's talk a little bit more about the symptoms. Um, and sort of how it showed up and why it got to my consciousness so much. So um, I was very fortunate, both my wife and I, my wife, who's a therapist, I've mentioned her before on the show. Um, we both took our businesses and we were able to go virtual relatively easily. You know, I had to figure out some technical stuff with the radio station and kind of get it uh, online working okay, but, you know, it worked out. And, and my wife is a therapist and she started doing teletherapy sessions. And, you know, my wife, she works really hard. She sees a lot of clients every day. And it's never been a challenge for her in the past. She was never, it never wore her out. It never stressed her out. I mean, you know, sometimes like anyone else, you work a lot. Um, you, you feel a little stressed, but but not to the level of like, you know, she like couldn't take it anymore. And and then, um, you know, we'd been working straight through, you know, we really didn't take much of a break, we took a couple of weeks off the end of last year. We haven't gone anywhere. We haven't really traveled too much and came around uh, May of this year. She really started to get very stressed out about seeing clients and she loves seeing clients. She gets so much out of the sessions herself. 
And we were talking about it and I talked to her about, you know, well, you know, sometimes when I'm you know, working on the computer and I'm in a lot of Zoom meetings and all day long, that I get really tired by the end of the day because focusing on this little screen right here, um, instead of seeing someone in person, it takes a lot more concentration, a lot more presence. And that takes more energy, more effort. And then she realized that like the same thing was happening with her, with her clients, but she, she didn't quite get it that, you know, without being able to see the full person and to see their body language and to be in, in, you know, her office with them and be able to like, you know, glance out the window and look at other things in the room that it, it actually takes a lot more energy. So anybody out there whose job has gone virtual or is working much more on Zoom and on computer screens and doing stuff that it's much more challenging than doing stuff in person than what we were used to in the past. So tasks that we were used to doing um, when we were in an office, when we were in a, an in-person environment now we, we we're really focused and concentrating much more. It, it really does take a lot more out of it. Both me and my wife, we had this experience. So she like got so burnt out because she didn't really manage her energy well. And she like took the summer off. She's never taken that much time off. The most she's ever taken off from her private practice is like two weeks or two and a half weeks when we've gone on vacation. That's it. And so to me, the fact that she needed to take off that much time, it really like brought this to the forefront uh, of my awareness that how many other people are, are more stressed or don't have the stamina, don't feel as well because of this environment that we're in, because of, of this, this collective unconscious fear that we're all living in. And, and you can't help it. The news is all around us. And look, I don't care whether you believe in it or don't believe in it. Even if you don't believe in it, then you're living in the fear of this conspiracy theory and, and all this negative evil stuff going on. So you're going to be even more stressed. So it really doesn't matter. Just this environment, the way it is today, it's just, it's, it's a heightened, more uh, charged environment. I mean, just look at what's happened over the last year and a half. Uh, how could it not be? So what can we do about it? All right. I've been talking a lot about why it is, why do we feel this way, how it shows up, what can we do about it? So for myself personally, and, and, uh, and, and also let me, let me let you know, like, this summer, I had to do a lot of stuff. I had to drive up to Massachusetts and back. I'm not, I don't drive on a regular basis. I know I talk about driving a lot. It's just, I learned a lot when driving, but I don't drive on a regular basis. It was like, you know, four and a half hours, one way, five and a half hours coming back. And then I came back and the next morning, get up early. I had to go on a plane down to Asheville, North Carolina for a cousin's wedding, came back. I was so exhausted. You know, after the, the couple of weeks I'd been doing so much, I was, I had never felt so tired in my life. And it took me a good two weeks of just really taking it easy, doing the minimal, practicing self-care for me to come back and to feel like myself again. 
And, it, and I was aware of what I was doing. I, I knew what was happening, but it was just certain commitments. It was important for me to live up to. So what can we do about it? So the first thing is to just recognize the fact that certain things are going to drain our energy more than they used to. And so by having that awareness, by keeping that in our consciousness, then we focus on learning to manage our energy more. Um, one of my mentors, you know, that I study the shamanic work with, he says all the time, it's all about energy management. And he's so right. Energy management, though, now, it, it, it's like an essential part of our life. And to think about, like, how are we managing our energy? So what do we need to do to help manage our energy? So the first thing is kind of what I talked about at the very beginning, the section from the book about slowing down slowing down now is like so much more important than it's ever been before. And, and slowing down to, to take the time to feel like what's going on inside of us. How are we showing up? Are we really being present with the other person? It's so important these days. So number one, slow down that hectic, you know, push, push, push pace that we all were so used to before. If we keep it up, we're going to burn out so much quicker. We're going to collapse from exhaustion. It, it is it is not serving us at all. Slow down. So how do we slow down? Like, how do we be more mindful to slow down? So I like to focus on how am I entering into situations? How am I entering into a meeting, a phone call, doing this show? And so just taking a breath, just taking a moment before you start anything, cooking a meal, going out to the store, having a, a conversation with a friend, talking to a prospect or a client, engaging in something for work, take a breath. Just take a moment, close your eyes if you can, take a deep breath in and breathe out. And just being a little more mindful of our breath helps to bring us back into presence I talk about this a lot because it's so important and it's so basic and so simple that we forget about it. We know it, but we forget to practice it. And again, I'm talking about myself. I forget to practice it. I talk about this all the time because I want to remember to do this. So we take a breath. And then we take a breath and then give some space and some awareness to, oh, I'm about to do something. What's my intention? What do I want to feel? What do I want to achieve? What do I want to see happen? And taking that moment to just put some intention into the space around you. I don't know if you can feel it, but just try it right now. 
you're you're either listening live or listening to the recording take a moment to just take a breath self what do you want to receive from this and see how that feels so taking a breath putting some intention setting some envisioning like what it is you want to feel see happen so that makes it entering into it very good very supportive very helpful and then you finish guess what do the same thing take a breath okay i just finished doing my show i just came home from doing something take a moment just take a minute and just feel what it feels like to be where you are in this moment it's kind of like taking these little bookends creating these little energetic bookends to anything like i said it can be having dinner it can be uh, going uh, to to the gym or going out jogging or taking a walk or or in, even engaging in something fun that you enjoy just taking a moment it's so important okay Oh, I see another new loyal listener, Susan, checking in. And Patty, oh, she's in Portland, Oregon today. Patty, you're always all over the place. I never know where you are. So thank you, Mandy, Patty, Susan, for for chiming in on the Facebook Live. Let me know stories you have about stress. What do you want to know about how to handle stress? So when I come back, already up to our last section of the show, I'm going to be talking about some more ways, some more things to help us to de-stress And to de-stress, not just in a moment, but on a daily, weekly, and monthly basis. What can we do to to de-stress a little bit and to, again, keep this awareness of like, oh, we're in a more stressful environment. So let me pay attention and practice the self-care even more. So you're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday, 12 noon to 1 p.m. Eastern time, right here on talkradio.nyc and all over Facebook, through our Facebook Live. And we will be right back after these messages. Hey, everybody. It's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector, coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy and Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. Do you feel uninformed about menopause and how it impacts on your life? Hi, I'm Pat Duckworth, women's health strategist and host of the Hot Women Rock radio show, empowering women leaders at menopause. Join me every Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. UK Time on talkradio.nyc for interviews with inspirational women who will share their top tips to rock your world. Have you ever thought of reinventing yourself? Are you looking to create a new life's journey? Hi, I'm Kevin Barbaro, host of Coffee Talk XL every Tuesday night, 5, 8 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live to hear me and my guests from a variety of different backgrounds. As a former college coach and a current full-time actor and owner of multiple companies, my show is as eclectic as my life. 
That's Coffee Talk XL every Tuesday night, 8 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. Um, so we've been talking about the underlying stress of life today, what it is like now today in this environment. And I've been talking about, um, you know, now some things, how to deal with the stress. So I'm just talking about taking time, slowing down, so important, slowing down. Um, how are we entering into something? How are we exiting something? Um. And that's just on a individual, like moment to moment, individual sort of uh, basis of things that we do multiple times throughout the day. And then another way is to think about it sort of, so that's on a moment to moment basis, on a daily basis. What are you doing on a daily basis to de-stress a little bit? Uh, for myself, and I don't do this every day, but I try and do it you know, at least a couple of times a week is going for a walk in the park, you know, getting out of your environment, if you, especially if you're working from home, and you're usually home a lot, get out, walk around, take a walk around the block, go down the street, maybe walk down some different streets in your neighborhood. And, and it doesn't matter whether you live in the city, or you live out in the country or in the suburbs, take a walk, go to a park, walk, move your body. And the reason why I say walk, walking is so important because it stimulates the right and left side of your body by walking. And they find in um, that by stimulating the right and left sides of your body, it actually helps the brain to process uh, emotions and energy from the day. So go out and take a walk. If you're a runner, go run. That's beautiful. Um, exercise, absolutely moving the body, exercising the body, so important. This is something I definitely need to work more on, and uh, I will be endeavoring to do so by the end of this year. Um, but come up with some exercise. It doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to be big. You don't have to be working out an hour every day. Even if you can just start with five, 10 minutes a day, just a little bit of something a great way to start because our body, our nervous system holds the stress and the cells and the parts of our body. So it's being aware of more of the body. All right. And I talked about like taking a walk in nature. Being in nature is so, so important. Now, look, I live in Manhattan. I live in the middle of one of the most dense cities in the world. Thankfully, I'm so grateful, so thankful that I'm close to Central Park and I can go into Central Park very easily. Going into nature, whatever kind of nature is close to you is so important. They've found that it, it you know, they do this, this thing called forest bathing. Going into nature helps your body body to heal helps to release toxins it helps so many different ways it helps us to de-stress so going into nature now 
if you live in a warm climate, <laughs> or if you really want to be like an overachiever when it comes to this, there is this practice called earthing, where you take off your socks and shoes, and you walk on the ground barefoot, not on concrete, not on asphalt, but on dirt, on sand, on rock, walking barefoot on nature really helps. And if you know, you have a backyard and you have a nice manicured lawn or something to actually sit and lie down in the grass and feel the 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 ground underneath you that helps so so much i mean i remember when i was a kid i used to go play frisbee in the park and then it you know when it stopped playing and i was tired i'd sit down on the grass not on a blanket or anything but just on the grass and i'd lie down with the back of my head on the grass and my hands and my arms and my legs it felt so good it it, it was such a warm feeling but yeah it, it it is so important um to to really be in contact with natural stuff, you know, look at your house around you. How much do you have natural wood floors? Do you the natural materials or is there a lot of metal and glass around you or, or fiberglass or, or natural materials? Being in and uh, touching natural materials is so healthy for the body. So lying down on the ground. If, now, again, you know, if you live in the north and there's snow outside, I know it can be challenging. Um, but find a way. Just find a way that works for you where you are. Now, if you live in a warm climate or you live near the beach, phew, wonderful. Okay, I know you get sand all over you, but, you know, you can wash off the sand. Speaking of washing off the sand, another wonderful way to de-stress is taking a nice long hot shower or bath. Uh, you know, if you can, if you can, you know, put a little bubble bath in, um, uh, put a little uh, of scent. I mean, if you're a man, I know it's like not such a big thing, but if you're a man, then a really, really hot shower, you know, make it like almost like a sauna. And when you come out, it feels so good. So doing these things, getting body work done because the stress. Now, again, this is not something I do every day, not even every week, but maybe if I can once a month, once every other month, sometimes a little longer, but at least, you know, I try to do it at least once a month, once every other month, getting body work done to help your muscles to release the tension and release the, the stress that your body is holding on to. And it never ceases to amaze me um, how tight my body is whenever I go to get body work done. Uh, I see Susan on the Facebook Live says, yes, grounding, big into it. Uh, Patty says, oh, the freedom of riding my bike. Yeah, if you, if you ride bikes. Um, maybe it's a bicycle, maybe it's a motorcycle, or maybe you have a, uh, a, a convertible car. I, I heard a conversation not that long ago with someone who had a convertible car and they just love the wind and they would ride it even in the wintertime and, you know, wear a heavy coat, whatever it is for you, find that thing that helps you to relax. And then finally, one of the most important things, especially today, because we're using our minds so much, is how do you relax the mind? You give it some space, sit down and just don't do anything. Just sit, maybe count your breaths. If you want to call it meditation, call it meditation. I don't care. 
just sit and be with yourself. Sit and give your mind some space. Now, look, if there are all kinds of racing thoughts and all kinds of things, it's okay. You know, if you have a hard time sitting still, then walk around the room, walk around the block. Just sit and be with yourself. Being with ourself is one of the most important skills that we can develop. A good, good friend of mine at the beginning of the pandemic, um, she's a meditator. She does a transcendental meditation, TM. And she said to me, you know, Sam, when, when people like you and me, when we can't go outside, we go inside, we go internal. But a lot of people don't have that skill. So I just ask you, do you have that skill? How comfortable are you just being with yourself with no distractions, not watching TV, not talking to anyone, not doing anything, just sit and being with yourself? It's a very, very valuable skill, really helps with presence. Practice it. And if uncomfortable feelings come up, great. Because you know what? Whether you're giving space to those uncomfortable feelings or not, they're still there. And not paying attention to them, not giving them some space, allowing you to release them. If you're not doing that, you're holding on to it. You're just building up the stress. It's making it that much more. Now, look here. These are just some simple, very general things I'm giving you to help you de-stress. If people want more specific things, like maybe in your life, you have more challenges, more things um, um, that you want help on, you know, I do work with clients, I do coach people all the time. I do work with people on various different ways to support them through it. Get a coach. If it's not me, get somebody else. It doesn't matter. If you want to work with me, great. I would love to hear from you. Just email me at sam at theconsciousconsultant.com. Or if that's too long for you, or you, you misspell it, or sam at talkradio.nyc. That's really short and sweet. Work with a coach. Sometimes just having that outside perspective helps us in all different areas of life. Oh, look, unfortunately, I'm out of time. It's so great. I see Patty, (laughs) you and your husband get pedicures together. That must be nice. I've never gotten a pedicure. I've gotten a manicure once, never got a pedicure. Um, But find the ways that work for you. There's no one size fits all. I'm giving you some very general advice of how to de-stress, but find what works for you. No two people are alike. No two situations are ever alike. If you can find what works for you, use it, use it over and over again. And when it doesn't work anymore, find something else. Maybe it's about taking up a new hobby that you enjoy, painting, drawing, uh, and learning a new language, cooking, whatever it is. Find what works for you and be just a little bit more mindful of the fact that we are experiencing more stress than we've ever had before. And keep that in mind so that it reminds us to take a little more self-care, take better care of ourselves. We need to take better care of ourselves more than ever before and just be present to what's there and what's going on. So thank you all for staying with me during this one hour show. I know sometimes it's a little tough when it's uh, 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 just me and not a guest, but I've been told in the past people really like it. So if you like these kinds of shows, let me know. If there's a topic you'd like me to explore in the future, uh, let me know, email me, tell me about it, uh, you know, message me on Facebook and say, hey, Sam, I'd love to hear you talk about this or that. 
Okay. So thank you for tuning in. Stay tuned later today. We have at five o'clock Frank about health at six o'clock planet Pacalolo tomorrow, starting at 10 AM our business shows, business Friday shows. And of course, next week we start on Monday, run through the whole thing. And if you have not yet signed up for our newsletter, go to talkradio.nyc, click on join the tribe and uh, sign up for our newsletter so you can keep up to date on what's coming up with all of our great shows on the network. Thank you all for tuning in. I love you. I appreciate you. I so love it. If you missed any part of today's show, catch us on any of the podcasting platforms. Podcasts usually up by the next day. Take care now, and we will talk to you next week. Do you run or are ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. Did you know that nearly one in five adults in the U.S. battles mental illness? Hi, my name is Albert Daba. I'm the host of the show Extra Innings. Extra Innings, I discuss the topics of wellness, mental health, and the experience of surviving multiple suicides within my family. Listen live every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern to Extra Innings for discussions with sports figures, artists, mental health professionals, and many others. That's Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. In a post-COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be Frank About Health to advocate for all of us. podcast gateway to the smokies it airs on talkradio.nyc every tuesday night from 6 p.m to 7 every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the great smoky mountains national park and surrounding areas this show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture history and adventure that awaits you in the smokies tune in every tuesday from 6 p.m to 7 on talkradio.nyc Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.